Hey, real quick. Go on. Are you over 15? Yes. Do you get offended easily? No. Are you the sort of person who hears a comedy satire podcast, takes it personally, not realising that what is said is for the purposes of entertainment and not the host's genuine opinion on the subject? Wouldn't have thought so. Great. Let's make some bacon. A motherfucking three, two, one, and I'll hit uh, fucking go. <laughs> three, two, one. Go. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Off like a bloody rocket. <laughs> Hello and uh, welcome. Are you recording? Yeah, yeah we're recording. we are recording. Yeah, yeah. Cool. This is the, uh, the first coming from live from outer space. We have Jackson Toza. Uh, how is it out there, in, uh, out there in the stratosphere, Jackson? It's cold, mate. It's very cold. Somehow COVID still found its way out here, though. Oh, really? What happened? Yeah. I think it was part of that um, first dog that they sent out. Oh, Sputnik. Sp- was that the name of the dog? Sputnik. I thought Sputnik was, um, was a satellite. Nah, probably, but I'm going to go with Sputnik. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a lot of troubles with the audio this morning trying to, trying to do this. We're, we're in Melbourne and we're on lockdown, so Joel and I are doing this via Zoom. Responsibly, um, like safe Responsibly. Sex. And I'm still wearing a mask, even though I don't need to. Yeah, I'm wearing a condom. <laughs> <laughs> just, you just never know. You, <laughs> you just never You can't know. be too careful these days. You just can't. Nah. Um, and speaking of, nah. today's topic, can't. part one, part two, is uh, mm-hmm. dating during the time of the pangolin's wrath. COVID. Or COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah COVID. COVID. You guys heard of this? You seen you guys, this? You seen you this guys news? Aware of what's going on? Yeah. It's um, a bloody niggly, uh, let's call it a hiccup in society. Literal, uh, a literal hiccup because you can't breathe. You can't breathe. Um, so we're on, we're on lockdown and Joel and I have thought, like, let's keep going with this. Let's not let uh, a little pandemic get in the way of us uh, having some lulls. Well, we've asked for input from you wonderful people uh, via and the old socials. In and you've absolutely given it. And then you've I've given also us so much fodder. I've also gone ahead and done a little bit of uh, interesting digging research into sexual trends that have come out of COVID and dating trends that have come out of COVID. Some are pretty. Fun fact: you had done that before we decided this episode. <laughs> that was just like a that was just a little bit of fun that you had the other day. Yeah, I was about to eat a banana and was like, I wonder. I just wonder. And I just started looking. Um, so without further ado, make some bacon. What's a good idea for a podcast? (laughs) Clearly not this one. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so, um, mate, how has it been... Because we're both we're both currently single, correct? Yes, yes. Um, currently and have been for ooh, six years now. Ooh, I just love that. Wow. Ooh, mm. <laughs> it's not because easy when you're realized. on a it's it's not easy when you're on a satellite. Jackson's background is like this stratosphere of the solar system. Uh, looks like he yeah. actually is a, a an astronaut. Um, so I can, I can understand why that would be the case if you're living out there in the space station. Um, also not easy when you look like this on a daily, daily basis. What do you mean? Like a stud, like an absolute stud? Oh, thank you. I reckon you're damn cutie. Thank you. Did you get my invite? To To the pity party I was just trying to throw. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. sent it weeks ago. It said bring it plus nah, one, and I was right, like, uh, "No, um, you are right. We're both single men." So we thought, uh, "Hey, let's have a little chat," because I've heard a lot of stories from friends and other people about what their, I guess, dating or romantic life has been like during lockdown. And some of the stories have been really fascinating. And it's it's just a point in time where no one was really prepared to deal with it in this way. And it doesn't seem like dating is one of your top priorities, but it, I think it's really important that sort of uh, for your mental health. Oh, man. And, and that's a really interesting thing too, having read a little bit about it, people the sexperts and experts, as we'll call them, um, mm-hmm. have been really... Uh, yeah, chatting about the fact of mental health in, in contact, bonding, all the things that we're just trying to like, we're now forced into isolation to be away from ourselves and then away from physical contact. People are taking mm-hmm. more risks because of like not being able to go outside and not. So like if they actually do like someone, there's uh, like uh, if they're willing and they're desperate, they are taking more risks because COVID is transferred by um, droplets, right? That's sure. why we're having to wear masks in Melbourne come Thursday because of the respiratory <laughs> droplets, close contact. Damn. So they've, they, all, these, all these experts and all these uh, actual places in like New York City and Oregon and stuff like that, they're making diagrams and showing people that you can actually have safe sex with your partner or with, or with people that you're like were seeing recently or whatever, as long as you're not facing that partner during sex. You mean where as in like an ex or like you were seeing before the pandemic? No, as in like you guys were courting and you uh, you could be deemed like a legitimate relationship. Right. You were uh, active sexually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But as long as you're not facing your partner, they've even talked about <laughs> wearing masks while having sex. Don't, don't kiss because it's risky. Um, oh, we're just talking about like doggy. Yeah. So you're getting the old, and there's like directives that are coming from the New York City about like endorsing glory holes. <laughs> New York City is endorsing the use of glory holes. Whether I've been endorsing them for years now. <laughs> because there's a partition. There's a partition between you and uh, your sexual partner. Physical partition. Okay. Okay. Well, Super interesting. Finally, a win for the glory hole. It's pretty amazing to think that like all these blunt and saucy things are coming from actual states and cities. Like it's, I, I find that fascinating. I think it's amazing. That's very funny. Um, you got any stories for me? Me personally? Nah, I, I personally don't. I mean, I never, I was never really big onto the dating app things anyway, to be honest. Um, it's sort of, uh, I don't know. There's a part of me that, that steered away from them because it was that whole thing of judging a book by its cover. It's sort of training this next generation, I guess, to be like the personality as important as it is, it's not the first thing. The first thing is how much cleavage is in that photo. Yeah. Not enough. See ya. <laughs> Are you talking about the male or female perspective? Because I know well, I've, like- got, I've got quite a big cleavage. <laughs> this is why I don't play golf. Because every time I look down during my swing, I've got D cup cleavage happening. You're like, whoa, 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 wait, whoa, 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 hang on a minute. But what, what is what has been interesting is you see how um, openly horny people are Very. during lockdown. Once Very. that's taken away from them. I mean, I've been more toey than a Roman sandal for the last <laughs> two months easily. <laughs> but funny enough, some of the stories I've come through are literally just about, you know, friends of mine, both male and female talking about their masturbation quota is just through the roof. Oh, really? Like, yeah, through the roof. 
to the point where it's like one of them, uh, one guy was like saying he, he always had blisters on his hands. No, no. Yeah. People are like, you've been working out? He's like, ah, uh, been working something out. I wonder too if it's like a thing because people... <laughs> I don't know why we're going there, but people are finding new ways to like, instead of, you know, to save toilet paper during these times, you got to be like cautious about like <laughs> what you do with what. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, do you reckon that's that would you reckon that was the toilet paper shortage it was not people worried about wiping their bum. It was like, geez, what I'm going to spill my seed into. <laughs> they were just like, Jesus Christ. It's the eighth time today. Look, this, this, my, this podcast uh, my might forum. get crass. My forearms, like like, Street. my forearms look like Lance Armstrong's calves at the end of the bloody Tour de France. <laughs> <laughs> and you were There's... also doping during this time. <laughs> just to keep your cardio up. <laughs> Could not go for another one today. Here, mate, just shoot this into your ass. You'll be fine. <laughs> and it's kind of like in that thing of save a horse, ride a cowboy. It's like save a toilet paper, come into a condom. <laughs> wait, wait. Say that again. So, you know that song, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy? I mean, obviously I don't. <laughs> it's a really good song. But it's like, save the toilet paper, come into a condom. Because you're not going to be using that for like six weeks. You have more. always said that. I've always said that. My mum would be so happy about that. She'd be so, so happy, man. You know what How I mean? have you done? So, so, the interesting thing in Australia, and mm-hmm. I guess Melbourne specifically, mm-hmm. Um, you had, we had the first lockdown, which was probably what, five, five, six weeks or something like that. I believe four, uh-huh. five. I was in New South Wales um, for that one, but yes, yes. Were you? Okay. So, yep. but the thing was, Australia was on lockdown. Oh, everyone so was. We, yeah. We were all like, so we, we did the toilet paper panic Yep. and then we realized, oh, hang on. We shouldn't, we didn't need to bulk buy toilet paper. We're yeah. fine. Like, or three what, star. What, what, a, what a stupid overreaction that was. We've learned our mistake. We won't do that again. Yeah. All right. And then we did the lockdown and people were like, geez, actually, this is kind of hard not seeing anybody else, not seeing mm. our friends, but also not being able to go out and have a physical relationship with somebody else. Yeah. So I started to see, oh, Jesus, I cannot wait. Cannot wait for this restriction to be lifted. Yeah. And then it was lifted. Now I reckon there's probably going to be a massive baby boom in that couple week period where it's like the floodgates just opened. Hunting season was open. Hunting. You know? <laughs> Chicks are walking out with like orange vests on. So I'm, I'm going to get me a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, I think what the, there is a positive that comes out of that. I reckon women's standards and men's standards were lowered. I know. So like, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, I bet you, my thing was like, I bet people reassessing their livelihoods being like, when I come out, I just want like a 12. You know, I've been dating sixes and I'm going to yeah. find that 12 and I'm going to hold him down and he is going to be my man. And then and he's going to hold me down with six consent. Weeks, <laughs> six weeks later, they're like, fuck, if it breathes, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, gone. Yeah. I oh, mate, my, I have so much hope now because I jumped <laughs> on the old as an experiment for this. And the oh, matches I were getting, like in the last week, I jumped yeah. on just to see what it was going to be like. Oh, yeah. Um, Dude, the matches that I was getting, uh, I would never have got that two months ago. Like their standards, they're just like, I've just spent the last six weeks, me and my cat, I need something, anything. This guy will do. He seems funny. Maybe in going back to your original point about the old Tinder thing, and then we'll go into some stories, um, but maybe going back to your original point of the Tinder and judging book by cover, now people are actually going, you know what? I've had years of vapid connections with, you know, people that might seemingly look attractive on the outside, but, uh, but who are actually butha, but who are actually <laughs> like actually kind of just losers and assholes. And now they're actually yeah. like, no, I'm using this site to actually start to talk to people and if there's good banter and they're a good person. Exactly. 
Maybe exactly. So there, there is something good. There is something good that's come out of it because now going back to the reason I avoided these apps in the first place is you are judging a book by its cover. You're not getting to know people by their personality. Mm. So to speak from my personal experience, I know that ex- on the exterior side of me, I wouldn't be at the top of the period in terms of period pyramid. pyramid. <laughs> I can't talk to women. That's why. But what I'm finding now is women are actually talking to me and getting to know me and finding out how goddamn funny I am and what yeah. a great personality I've got. So this has worked well in my favor because they, they go on Tinder now. Right. And let's say we're on lockdown, I think for another five weeks or four, four weeks, four, fuck, four, four mate. counting down, don't, don't. Right. but you, but you're not going to jump on Tinder, like looking for a route right now you're going to jump on there looking to get to know somebody right i don't think anybody out there is going to go well maybe if i just sneak in it's not no because there are fines in place and there are like there is severe yeah. kind of things in so but I, I i'm with you i think and the best thing about this stuff is like people actually have to now if you're beginning something with someone right or reaching out to somebody for the first time you actually really now have to invest you which do is, you do which is get to know them better yeah which is so wonderful because at the same time people who don't do that or can't do that or aren't willing to put in the work kind of don't get a guernsey well in, there's no 2 a.m's starting 11 of your sexual life <laughs> <laughs> hang on but did hang on did you do pre-season no nah, well, fuck off then can't come here any yeah, yeah there's been no yeah no this is pre-season that's the thing the season oh, this starts is in four pre-season. weeks <laughs> pre-season. <laughs> right this is the pre-season training you've got to put the work in now so that when those floodgates open up again it's oh, bloody hunting season i tell you what i'm really working on my set shots i'm just going to shoot mm. straight down in the middle and you're coming up with all your <laughs> what, what i found that was funny Positions. was that like oh that's gold in the first lockdown, what I found funny was that people's interpretation of like dirty talk and being sexual was completely different. Like sending uh, nude oh, between pics certain was, people, yeah, like sending nude pics to somebody wasn't that good because you couldn't do anything about it. You know what I mean? It's like the same. My same theory with strip clubs. You go to a strip club. I hate strip clubs. Right? Genuinely, oh, really? Hate them. Yeah. Well, it's like going to an all-you-can-eat buffet, but you can't <sighs> eat any of it. You can smell it, but you can't eat any of it. And like it's the a, same with this. So, so you send somebody a, a, like a, someone sends you a, a photo of them naked or whatever. And you're like, Oh, cool. Can't wait to have a crack at that in a couple of weeks. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm kind of like, there is uh, I've only ever been to, I lived in Vegas for quite some time playing music and went to like the Spearmint Rhino and, and all these other crazy strip strip clubs just out of pure interest, you know, and then went to, one sure. on a no sincerely let's say it was let's just um, say it was out of um, interest it okay. was pure interest um yeah. and then i went to one on the cross with a couple of mates for a bucks party years ago um which was weird as fuck um mm. but i remember sitting there and being like whoa this is actually in in terms of me playing music and then them coming up and giving me tips right mm-hmm. same kind of thing you're watching these like they're athletes, man. Like that was insane <laughs> to think they come out and do around this, like the strip hole and stuff for what they do that 20, 10, 20 times a night. It's like, that's hardcore. And like that, the oh, routines are insane. The of it. Yeah. And what they've done mm. and how they do it in the stage. I, I was blown away. I was like, I'm, I'm yes, it's quite sexual, but you're also like, I just appreciate the kind of show, show, show womanship of it all. Like, Going back to what I was saying before about how dirty talk has changed. It got to a point where lockdown during the first lockdown, it was like dirty talk. Wasn't like, Hey, what are you wearing? It was like, Hey, what are you doing? And I'm like cooking a dinner. 
for more than 12 people in the house. Oh, are you? Oh, saucy. Oh, that's so 2019, you filthy whore. Uh, <laughs> Whoops, that was really that was really 2016 of me. <laughs> I think it's just completely changed the way we look at sex. We look at dating. Uh, and I'm wondering what's going to happen from here on out. People have said that um, there was a really interesting thing that I was reading on Vox website. Just, I really want to actually pay attention to the stuff that we use when we are using references and pay homage to those people. Mm. So this is to uh, Alex Abad Santos, who's a senior culture reporter for Vox. This came out of a um, big write-up that he did. But uh, conversations about sex and sexual desire are being had more broadly, which is great because mm. there's so much of like a well, random is- stigma and shame around sex to begin with anyway. It's what we're doing now. Yeah. But, and the coolest thing is that like, um, uh, oh, what was I saying? Oh, because um, also the more stressed that people are about um, the pandemic, the less desire they have to actually have like um, sex for it. Like, yeah. sorry, that didn't make sense because you put something in the chat and I just, just read it. <laughs> see what like, I wrote? Did you see whoa, what I wrote in our chat? I was like, what? I was like, whoa, they blindsided the shit out of me. Just, just wrote anal. And then I just saw, I saw <laughs> I your eyes like, dot left. I was like, whoa, what? Eyes dot left. Just like, oh, hang on, he just sent me a message. What is he saying? <laughs> I was like, everything I was right. But no, like the- I'm, I'm 28. The idea of uh, people actually talking about this stuff more and, and uh, uh, appreciating the relationships that they might have said no to previously and yes. the courtships that they said yes. no to. And actually like people are, uh, are talking about having regrets about not having had more sexual activity or more, or like invited more courtship into their life when they could, because mm. now they can't. It's like, you look back and go, fuck, maybe I was a, you know, a bit picky. Maybe yeah. I wasn't. You know. But it's not, it's, but it's not also, not all, it's also not just sexual. It's, it's any, any form of intimacy, right? So a lot of people, I guess there's probably a lot of relationships that broke up before COVID who are now like, oh, maybe, maybe, you know, I was, oh, as you said, probably too picky. Maybe I was overthinking it. And now I'm realizing what I had, what I had and lost, you know, it, and, and, and a lot of, so let's talk about some of the stories that people have sent in, because that's one of the things, a lot of exes of, so a lot of people are having their exes reach out to them. Mm-hmm. I have one from a girl who um, had an ex who like what I was saying had broken up yeah. previously with somebody. Um, and she, she went into COVID sort of sort of kind of seeing two people. Right. Um, obviously not going to mention her name. Yep. She had some really cool stories about her COVID dating experience. Um, the cutest part of it was that she cooked dinner for the guy put it in a Tupperware container. He cooked dessert. She went to his house, left, and they swapped it, you know, did the whole 1.5 oh, meters, fuck. swapped, oh. gave him the dinner, took his dessert. They, she went, then went home and sat down, and then they did a, a house party call and had dinner with each other and dessert with each other. How bloody adorable is that? That's fucking cute. That is so, so sweet. Isn't it? So, so they're, they still, found they're still together? No, they're no, it didn't work out. Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> turns out he made a shit souffle. Yeah. It turns out she She's was like, allergic to cinnamon. Do, if you can't do this right, then it's over. But someone just sent this really funny, like four word thing through. And it just said, zilch, very dry winter. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was the best response to like, how is dating for you during COVID? Um, Zilch, very dry winter. Very dry winter. 
But uh, it, it is the golden age of sexting. Lockdown, yeah. quarantine, it meant a lot of nude selfies, a lot of videos. But this is what I'm getting into. Do people, are people even doing that? Like, I don't know. Have yeah, you, man. Joel, have you sent or received? I, <laughs> I'm not the guy out there being like, hey, here's a DP of me. I don't, I, I, I'm not. But Display picture. Yeah, display picture of yeah. my winos, not the fold <laughs> of skin on the back of my elbow. Of, um, of your soldier boy. But the fold of skin that was given to me by not God, I don't believe in God. So let's say dad, a very <laughs> yeah, old man, Western. Yeah. Um, but now, hang on, let me just cross this off on our talking points. Um, Joel's foreskin. All right, done. Next topic. <laughs> just no, wanted to make sure we got that in there. I, I think a lot of people are really reaching out to each other and people who, Yes, I would talk to on the regular as a friend or on Instagram or like social media platforms and stuff that I would be in contact with. You're talking more and you're not talking more. It doesn't even mean like in a sexual way, but it's a really, it's a really crazy time. And there's an interesting thing of like someone was saying too, that a lot of desperados are trying it on. So a lot of people are, mm. who are just super desperate, just dropping DMs and sliding into little personal messages or over liking on Instagram and kind of showing all their affection and being like, Hey, what do you, have you ever thought about uh, me? Um, uh, can I uh, jump into that special source of your life? Uh, mm. uh, pretty good. And I reckon there'd be a lot of guys that just are relentless the hounding people at the moment and female too, but like not reading any, they can't read the situation because the situation isn't in person. So they don't know when it's too much. I think, I think you're right about the men. The men have had to change their attitude. They can't just be all about like four messages and then ask for the route. They've got to now adjust because <laughs> all my female friends tell me about their horrible experiences with how men are like, yeah. Hey, and, it's, and this is the other reason I don't use these apps because it's the same fucking conversation. Hey, hey, how are you? Not great. World pandemic. You? Same. Did you lose your job? Yep. It's like, fuck, there's nothing going on here. It's the same conversation. So what, you, what you're having to learn is how to get to know somebody a lot better. We've, mm. we've talked about this a lot already on the podcast, but getting to know someone on a deeper level. So I actually think the relationships that will come after this will be a lot stronger. Let's hope so. Or people will be really My good. At, yeah. People have um, got their preseason kind of done and they, you know, he, and then he yeah, Joel is an example okay. of a strong, a strong relationship story during COVID. Oh, this from, is lovely. Uh, a guy called Amos Taylor from New Zealand. We okay. got a, we got a new from our brother country. We've got a fan already. Hey. Um, he was telling me a story about how he <clears throat> lives on the South Island mm-hmm. uh, and his partner lives on the North Island. And when you, New Zealand went into lockdown, that was very, very strict, yeah. which is why they absolutely fucking nailed it and got yeah. to zero cases. Oh, just like, so smart. I, I, like, you know, people say like Australia and New Zealand anyway, have this rivalry. Anyway. We yeah. really don't. I love New Zealand. I actually think <laughs> I love New Zealand so hard. Yeah. So he was telling me that in order to go see her, he actually had to fill out like paperwork and stuff to lodge to the government to say that he was moving there. Whoa. So he went and lived there for two weeks. He even packed some of his own stuff up and took it with him. Yeah. And went and spent two weeks up in uh, the North Island with her. It's about 12 hours in a car. Three, uh, sorry, uh, he's written here. So I was moving up, I was moving house. I packed up a bunch of things and traveled 12 hours in the car and three hours on a boat and stayed there for two weeks with her. Oh, and then they did the reverse. How bloody romantic is that? And I said back to him, I was saying, as, as beautiful as that is, do you yeah. know how much you've just pissed off her girlfriend's boyfriends? 
Imagine her friends hearing that story oh, and then yeah. going to their partners like, hey, you know how you don't even put the toilet seat down? Oh, yeah, but sometimes, yeah. Bloody Amos, he travelled from the South Island to the North Island just to spend time with Jasmine. Well, Amos, the guy who, what, they just met a couple of, like, days ago? Yeah. Why don't you ever travel across the country to be with me? Babe, we grew up in the same town. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's about the gesture. You could wear my hats into the shops. If oh, you like. babe, you know I love your hats. Yeah, and, and then, you know, you could teach me how to do a better accent. And <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that beautiful? Isn't that, isn't that the lengths you go just to spend time with your partner? That's really sweet. But people are saying they're doing a lot of walking. Wink, wink, wink. Because walking uh, is like the one thing that you can do at this point in time. Right, you're walking, um, then you just, oh, I tripped into the bushes and my pants came off. She's like, ah, uh, assault. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll come in there and help you. Just let me take my pants off too. Landscapers are like, ah, it's fifth time today. That's a very mm. popular bush, that one. That's Good. a popular bush. And the Good council coverage. asked me to remove it, but I said, uh, no, nah, it's getting use. I'll tell you that for nothing. Think of the youth, Barry. Think of the youth. <laughs> now, oh, that's a good point. Is it all ages here? Are we talking like a oh yeah? Let's talk all ages. To Thirty bracket. Are well, there like people in their fifties or forties and that single? Well, the nursing homes have been absolutely smashed by these by by COVID. Absolutely decimated, mm, which is mm. so bloody sad. And it and like you know, so many just kind of breaches of safety and and whatnot that's going on in there. And I like you know that's and heart like. Couldn't even fathom having my family members in one of those places and then actually losing them. It'd be way too much. But so I, my love. They, and need, to, they need to bump out. uglies too though. But no, here's the thing. It's they're like, you know, they, they are literally looking at the last of their days and, and they're going to be on lockdown for the rest of time because their immune systems are so yeah. sensitive. And they're like, well, maybe let's just get it on. You know well that I do a bit of gardening work at some retirement villages. Yes. That was going on before COVID. What the amount of that them getting around? Yeah, good. I showed up. I showed up early to work one time, and no joke, saw one of them doing a walk of shame back to her house at like six a.m. Good on them. Yeah, and she was walking like really, you know, like you know something happened the night before. You know, how, you know, she was walking very funny, like she'd been riding a horse. But that, that could just honestly just it be could a just be her age point yeah. in her life. Yeah, yeah. She might have just literally just been going to get, hey, can I borrow some milk? I'm going to go make a yeah. tea. And I bear has got a little bit of self-raising flour. Left exactly. up I've, got, I've got some milk for you. Oh, Jesus Christ. Almond, <laughs> don't go there with your mind, you dirty oh, bird. I see what you did there. But no, there are a couple of stories about, uh, let's talk about porn for a little bit. Happily, that's next on my list after your foreskin. All right. Pornhub offered free access to their premium collection and still do. They did. I think. No, they took it away. Oh, they don't? Uh, oh. Apparently. Apparently. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And you might, it might still be available for you because I'm pretty sure you signed up when it was done. Yeah. I think they've still got my credit card details. I have to. That was pretty good from them, flattening the curve. Offering the Pornhub Premium. <laughs> that's that thing. Save a tissue paper. You got, like that's that save a cowboy. No, save a horse ride cowboy. I think it's really that is that is a pretty. I love that great, stuff. Great, great advertisement too. Oh, for it's them. great advertisement for them. I think it's just like a super. I also just think it's super. Um, porn is a very different thing these days. It's there are. 
it's so much more, um, I mean, these days, what, you know, it's been around for <laughs> what in, in my sexual time, like let's like say oh, it was around 12, 11, century. 12 years, like 16, oh, 17 yeah. to like now I'm 29, but it's like, mm. but the Jackson, uh, I'm just giving you shit. Um, it's pretty full on these days. It's like just and the Pornhub that- emailing me. <laughs> now I've been like, hey, hey subscription. <laughs> you guys are listening. Now that stuff's pretty full on these days. Um, there was a, a person who was giving a TED talk. I did a, such a deep dive on this topic. Um, Go on. There was a person doing a TED talk. I can't remember the doctor's name, but she was mentioning, uh, so I beg my pardon, but she was saying that the like the percentage of stuff where uh, people were being like hit or tied down or like... <laughs> Just uh, like a different, a whole other level of of sexual interaction on um, on those websites uh, or those videos is like seventy percent. Like it's not just normal stuff mm. anymore, which is really insane. So as good as it is, it's also so them giving you like branching out from just normal missionary to like exploring their sexuality in different avenues. Well, not, no, not normal people though. Porn stars. Bit of, so bit we, of like, uh, like ball stomping and whatnot. Oh my God. I just, my I don't get spine that. Just, I honestly don't, I don't get, get that. But what I was trying to say is that like when actually what's really interesting <laughs> and what people should be aware of is that like, yes, you know, like sure you can watch that stuff and have fun and then maybe even watch it with a partner. And that's kind of interesting, but just be careful that like porn is also not real life sex. So them offering you like the premium collection, it's kind of like, well, it's like the Tinder thing. You're going to be walking around judging books by its cover and then being like, well, this isn't yeah. normal. You're like, well, no, you've been perceived to think that it's normal and it's clearly not. And so many people yeah, true. on now is like, it's actually taken the place of sexual education for a lot of young yeah, kids. That, well, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good Which point. Because really I, I went on a date. I went on a date about six months ago and she didn't fist my ass. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? They do, that all, they do that all the time on the... <laughs> so I was like, well, clearly we're not going to have a second date because this chick's not normal. You're like, this went really badly. Uh, like, how was yeah. that date, Jackson? Mm. Well, I, I, was, I had an enema like for a week straight and nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Just let me hang on. Uh, and also like the, the purchases of uh, vibrators has gone through the roof. Yes. Yes. I got six. <laughs> <laughs> not for me, Joel. Not for me. Nana's birthday's coming up. Oh, that's just really thoughtful of you, buddy. That's really no, thoughtful. No, she's, she's dead. So, oh, uh, fuck. <clears throat> just leave them on the gravestone. Like, there you go. <laughs> Someone will like them. <laughs> But here's Imagine the thing burying too. one, burying one in a coffin. It's like, oh and it's getting God. low and it's like, she's still breathing. She's trying to get out. <laughs> and then like cousin Terry's on the background with his app on one of those ones that you can control. And here's the thing too. Oh, you control it. Cause you can get apps yeah. now that can control your yeah. partner or the, your, the whoever you're saying, whatever's going the sensitivity and what is going on for their experience of that vibrator from your phone, like across the world mm. via an app. It's insane. Um, Technology beautiful but here's the thing too they're actually naming vibrators after men so like there was someone was telling me there was one named chris i was like wow so dudes are really being made obsolete with the thing of like we no longer actually like need this um we no longer we don't need it we don't we don't need it we don't need a dude to actually named it chris or jeffrey or like spencer yeah. or like yeah we're being we're being uh we're being outsourced <laughs> literally <laughs> gross Gross. Oh, I think we've got so much to still go on and talk about. So why don't we do a part two of this? Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Before we go, I have a very quick game for you. Oh, all right. You've got some games for me. Okay. okay. 
I'm thinking of a number between one and 20. Okay. What is it? 18. Wrong. Thank you guys for listening for this week. We will, um, you know what? Let's not do a week break. Let's just no, put no, these no. back to back. Yeah? I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, COVID and we'll probably get more into the stories that we've had uh, in part two coming up next. That was next such week. A, such a um, shit. So what do you reckon? Oh, I like that. I like that. Thank you for listening. And if I can, could I ask you a favor? Whatever platform you're listening on right now, could you use those beautiful thumbs of yours and give us a subscribe and a review? Just a real gentle, nice four to five stars. We'd love you for it. Or even give us a follow on Spotify. And don't forget to head to our Facebook and Instagram page at So What Do You Reckon Podcast. Jump on the discussions. We hope to see you soon. Thanks for listening.